If you enjoy our show, spread the love wherever you listen by rating, reviewing, subscribing, sharing, all that good stuff to help us get ourselves out there. And with that said, let's start the show. I'm O'Day. That's Vicky. I'm me. You're you. We are we. Oh my God, that was so <laughs> corny. Right? The You, Me, oh We goodness. podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. Vicky, how are you? Full. Hmm. How was Thanksgiving? This episode is airing. It's 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 been a, officially a week by the time yeah. this episode airs. What are we talking about today? Um. So I was watching. We weren't. Let me take that back. I want to be truthful. I was listening. You were watching. Um. Part of our weekly routine is attending a service and COVID, so we attend them online. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Can we jump back? Big shout out to last week's uh, two-part episode. Our guests from last week's two-part episode, Antoine and uh, and Evan. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to everybody who tuned in, who watched the YouTube video, everyone who still is watch, uh, still is watch, watching both videos. So shout out to y'all. Uh, and yeah, I just want to give a big shout out. Continue. <laughs> That was like so random. I wanted to do it. I I forgot to do it earlier on. Mm, Okay. So I was watching the church service. Mm. I was listening to it. I was on the couch. And O'Day was watching it. Um, And the pastor? Sure. Pastor, reverend, minister. What is he? Who, George? Yeah. Oh, he's a pastor. (laughs) <laughs> I hope you got that right. <laughs> so <laughs> we were listening to him preach. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about redemptive love. And I just, I thought it was so interesting because he made a lot of points that I was like, yo, that's like such a good conversation to have prior to entering a marriage mm-hmm. or a relationship or like a committed relationship. Um, and I was just like writing down notes really quickly, but he was pretty much saying like redemptive love is when you do the right thing for the other person, even when they're wronging you. (laughs) Easily done. Because because in a marriage, you always put the other person first. And we as humans. So like. Easily. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, and, and you know, like taking into account that your spouse is going to make mistakes and you, and the way he said it was you have to respond righteously to those mistakes, mm-hmm. which means, and I know this is about to get a little churchy, but it did come from a pastor. Um, he said, church. look what God went through to redeem me. I can do the same for you. Like that, like he's pretty much saying like that's the attitude you need to have in a marriage. Read that again. Look what God went through to redeem me. I can do the same for you. You know, like how he, mm-hmm. Jesus died on the cross for us and our sins, whatever. So Light work. he's saying like, if God can do that for me and forgive me for all the errors that I make, why can't I be forgiving of my spouse and in their errors? Like, and I started thinking like, yo, do people even take that into account? Like, yo, am I ready <laughs> to always put this person before me? I just thought of that's that's number one. That's a simple question. Are you ready to put the other person before you? 
the ignorant answer is like I ain't Jesus, so don't ask me. That no, no, you know, no, I just thought of that's um try Jesus, try try Something Jesus. I'm never gonna get. No, try Jesus, not me, because I throw oh, hands. Oh yes. So that's like people saying, you know, always turn like all those things that turn the other cheek. The whole, the whole what would Jesus do thing is like that's what he would do, but ugh, I'm not him, so <laughs> okay, I get that. Yeah, but in a marriage. Still no, I, not even trying to be funny. No, but I'm still. seeing like like that should not be your response. Should to your shouldn't. Yeah, that shouldn't. Yeah, to your spouse, to a stranger, <laughs> I get it. But to your spouse, like, are people really ready to always put the other person first and still do right by them when they do wrong to them? Do you know why I could see it being just no? I could see it being hard to do it with your spouse. Because it's not the example you gave was, oh, oh, that's a stranger with your spouse. It should, it should be, you know, easier or different. I could see it being more difficult with your spouse. Not more, but it's difficult as, as well. Because you probably put so much, uh, uh, what's the word? You probably put so much, you probably expect so much. But, but then spouse. my question would be, do you expect the same of yourself? Explain. Like, if you expect so much of your spouse I hope that you equally expect mm. if not more than that of yourself because he was also saying like um, you have to remember that you have just as many issues as your spouse and and that, and that when when the person messes up you shouldn't be all about pointing it out to them because you have just as many issues so you need to be, it, it's kind of like one of those, like, before you come talking to me, humble yourself. So basically. Like, don't talk, don't talk, is it don't, don't throw, talk at me. Don't throw rocks kind of thing. Don't throw yeah, rocks like, in the house. especially with your spouse. Like, the focus here is the is your spouse, not other people. So, like, are people ready, really, are they really ready to do that? Because I was thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, that's, like, I don't know premarital counseling how that works, but I wonder if that's like a hot point. Mm, okay. And then I and then like I wonder if people are honest with themselves. Like, no, he could do nothing where I would, you know, like where I would what? Not forgive him. Because that's essentially like to me. That's how I understood it. Okay. So with that in mind. Is that also is that also asking us people in a, in a relationship to apply that to I guess to apply that to cheating to apply that to there were no specifications here it just says you need to have a redemptive love like Jesus or God has with you okay so with that in and mind and because they have that with you you should be that <clears throat> way to your spouse <laughs> You see, like, it's a tough, you're like, okay, but, like, there's no line? Like, we can't draw so, a yeah. line here? So, with with that in mind, so am I, okay, so redemptive love, redemptive love is to um, uh, forgive, pretty much. It, it's to be like God and, 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 and forgive no matter what, and you always apply, you know, um, it's definitely, I guess it's do unto, do unto others, whatever. So, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> if the person cheats and you forgive them, but for the relationship, you know what? This isn't gonna this this isn't gonna work out as a relationship because certain lines were crossed. Whatever. Are you not? Are you are you now not walking properly? Walking in in the. In I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Because someone say because someone that. say you're you're now doing what's best for you. You like what's best for your mental health, your family, your heart, whatever. But then wouldn't that be giving up on the marriage that you said you would be there? Yeah. I don't know. No, no, what and, and what are what, what are vows? Who knows? I don't know what vows. <laughs> What are vows? Isn't no like what do they say? Like what are the uh, traditional till vows? Till death do us part for 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 goodness and in goodness and health and goodness and wealth. Um, it's, it's one of those things where ups and downs, no matter what, we're gonna stay together. Right. Yeah. I always know that they say in sickness and health. In sickness and health, and I always said, let no man come tear apart what God yeah. has. Whatever. Like I always think about that. Mm. So with that thought. <laughs> You're asking for a lot, bro. This is like, <laughs> and that's the point that I was like, "Yo, this is this is a lot." Okay, so let's get like, straight to it. Like when people listen to vows, do they like understand what's like, being said? Do you hear said? words that are coming out of your mouth? <laughs> yeah, like you do just... you understand that you just verbally accepted this contract that really is vaguely written? Like if I was to shoot you right now, going off of what you just <laughs> said, you good? We good? This is a little tough. <laughs> okay. Do well, you... obviously abuse is not tolerated, but No, no, no. Okay. I'm I'm not 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 to condone it, but technically we I'm sure many people listening right now know at least know one person or know somebody that knows that knows someone who has probably been in an abusive relationship and maybe and the reason that they stayed was because of their views on Redemptive love, their connection to their 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 connection to their their religion, and they are and they did forgive that person. That's so, fine. Yeah. You can forgive someone who has abused you, but that doesn't mean that that you should stay. Can can the same be applied for if the person lied, if the person cheated? I'm I'm, I'm trying to go lower and lower now in in the, in the in the in. Well, I mean, you can't go no lower than physical abuse. No, 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 not lower. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to go lower when it comes to the severity of what you did, uh, of what you of what the person does. So like lied or um or just anything below that. It's it. <laughs> it's tricky. What happened? I don't know. I just it's hard to gate to gauge when is it crossing a line. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, there there is no set uh what's the word? No set uh list of when it's cuz that'll differ for that'll differ by individual. Yeah, but that's also a conversation that should be had prior to marriage. Like we're going to set some some guidelines here. I'm laughing at what those conversations would look like. Like a serious conversation, conversation like that. Like, all right, so let's go down the list. Um, I think, but I think that everyone should be doing that, though. Like, sitting down and being like, okay, what is, where do you draw the line on whatever, whatever? Like, and draw the line means I'm packing my shit and I'm out. Mm. For good. Can you see, can you see a couple or 
maybe do you know any couples that actually sat and not this uh, blunt, but sat and did the whole like, all right, uh, stay out too late. Cool. Punch him in the face. Like actually- <laughs> I don't know anyone that has this conversation. I know. No, I mean like just, I think that people get married because they feel that they should or they want to or that's the next step but I don't think people are actually having conversations prior to marriage like I really don't mm. I think very few people go to premarital counseling anyways that's true that isn't for in, I feel like in our worlds that's not a norm or I feel like we have people have the conversation or they... I, I know of only two people that went to some kind of counseling as a couple maybe three I was going to say, I feel like people, the topics, if they really thought back, the topics probably came up, but the, but, but because it wasn't in a setting where they planned to have the conversation, it didn't really stay. Meaning, like, over the years, um, they've probably addressed, like, yeah, if, if you was to ever hit me, bro, we'd be done. But it wasn't really, it didn't really sink in that that's the person's view on if, they, if I was to hit them or if I was to lie to them or if I was to um, hurt them in this way. Yeah. Because it wasn't, like, an established, this is the conversation where we lay out our do's and don'ts for each other, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Hmm. See, and this is this is the thing. I was listening to that, and I was like, wow, this this sparks so many conversations that sh- people should be having prior to getting married. Is that the bigger conversation? Or the bigger, like, like what would be, what else would be on that list? Big conversations to have prior to getting married. Aside from the obvious money, and this is what we're talking about. And kids. Yeah, kids. Is that the big... I feel like that's the the big big three. three. Money, money, children, and I guess like some kind of like boundaries for your marriage. I I don't know how to title that. I feel like there's another... I feel like that's we're only thinking that as a big three because we it's, it's, it's in our head. But I feel like not normally that wouldn't be our that wouldn't round out our big three. I feel like there's something else that like, you mean like, in relation to us? No, not us. But I think like because we're talking about it, we automatically put that into our big three. But I feel like like our kids and money is the obvious big three. I feel like there's another one that's like the obvious kids, money, and kids, money, and religion. No, religion for some people, or you think? I think religion for um, politics <laughs> for cross faith um, mm. relationships. Mm. But I th- feel like religion is something that you touch when talking about kids. True, true. Because we can both be Christian, but one is devout and one is not. Mm. Um, or we can be. Christian and be different nomina- denominations yeah. or even like any all religions all religions have different you know so like how hardcore are you and do you want it do you want certain things to be a certain way for you and stuff like that um, have we checked off the big three or big four money we're there now yes uh, kids after all this time you know, <laughs> got a little reckless because uh, <laughs> we didn't talk we didn't really talk about no. We that, did. No, 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 no. That's an example of us. We never had a here's the official talk about it, but right, we've we never talked had a, about right. it in passing or in a random conversation. 
Um, but we never said, here is my definitive, like, views on X, Y, Z when it comes to kids. Yeah. Uh, so kids. But you know that we keep doing that now, though. What do you mean? About kid number two. No. <laughs> we keep glossing. Okay. You keep making comments, and I will make comments, and then that's it. But I. But we've never. But my point is, we've never had an official conversation where we're like, "This is the final decision, and this is what the plan is." Let's have it right we now. We just keep making no more kids. <laughs> we just keep making. Discussion. No, no. Let's, so let's have. Let's have it right now. <laughs> no, we're not having the conversation right okay, now. Okay, but just, so for when we do, no more kids. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't do <laughs> You met that kid? <laughs> you want two of him running around? Two of him running around last night. Last night, yeah. <laughs> two of him when he's having a bad day. Anyways. Two of him when he's having an energetic day. <laughs> Anyways, we're not having that conversation right now. Um, mm. I... I wish we would have had the kid conversation prior to having a kid. Mm. I wish we would have had the money conversation. Prior to meeting each other. (laughs) Right? No. You wish you had it with yourself. I wish I had it with myself. (laughs) Well, I I wish we would have had the money conversation, even if we would have had it when he was born. Mm. Man. That would have been a good time to have it, especially when he was born. Yeah. Little did we know. I know. How much of a wallet drain he would have been. I don't feel like he's a wallet drain. I just feel like we we were in a different circumstance. And I feel like we could have really milked mm-hmm. where where we were um, in our, like, financially, if that makes yeah, any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I made, I, made, I made good money while I was on my maternity leave. For like six months mm. I was not struggling not one bit I was but continue <laughs> what nothing continue <laughs> why are you looking at me like that because you're talking and that's what you do when no, no, no. the person's talking anyways let me explain that I made money when if P, if you know anything about FMLA you know that if you take the leave I mean, if your employer pays you, they pay you through an insurance. If you qualify and you only get like 80% of your pay for however long recovery they give you. I was on maternity leave for five and a half months for 24 weeks. Thank you, New Jersey. And within that, because of the way that my that my employer at the time paid people on maternity leave and um, I had the baby at the end of the year, I not only and I had to use up my PTO so I got my check my normal check for like the first half of the 12 weeks and then um I I since I had the baby towards the end of the year I got a bonus you know like the end of the year bonus Mm -hmm. which cushioned the next 12 weeks and I was home all day every day so it's not like I was taking the train it's not like I was going out to eat it's not like you know so like the 24 weeks it was like I got half my pay for 24 weeks for me to just not do anything because I I was not doing anything 
other than like being home all day. I mean, like actively like going out, spending money. I wasn't doing any of that. So that's why I said I didn't. I made like I I got paid really well. Good cleanup. No, because it's <laughs> uh, trust me. Anyone that's like FMLA in New York, like maternity leave in New York, I don't know how you people survive. Mm. Honestly, like they pay you like three cents an hour of whatever you were making. It was it's pretty bad. So let me ask you. So redemptive love. What is? Do you feel you can do it? Knowing what you know now, the level of maturity you have now, the level of calmness you have now, the approach you, you're taking with religion now, uh, can you do it? To that extent. To like always put you first. To always put me first, no matter what I do. No. I know that you can't even you can't even <laughs> let me leaving a covered door open slide. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to let something else slide, please. Uh, I think why? that I think there has to be boundaries. What's your limit? What's your not so What's your not so obvious? This is the line. Um, cheating. If you had a kid with someone else. So I just can't have a kid with them. Yeah. Just can't have a kid. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> See, and that's the thing about this conversation. So I could, I could go out there like a wild boy. Just can't have a kid. You can do whatever the hell you want. Let's be very clear. No, 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 no. Let, 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 let's can, talk about this. You can do whatever you want. Uh-huh. You're a grown-ass man. Okay. You will do whatever you want. And you, somebody that wants to do something will do it no matter what. So, okay, let's... Let, my let, line let's, is mm-hmm. not cheating. That's not my line. Okay. It's... I'm being honest. Don't give me faces. No, no, no. I, I, I was going to say, like... I feel like... But not to speak for you, but I would think that that would depend. Like, I could see somebody saying, oh, if my partner got drunk and had a one-night stand, then oh, maybe I could, like forgive them but if my partner carries on a relationship an affair then that's different okay so like with cheating as long as it's not someone that I'm related to or I'm friends with people that I don't know (laughs) then it's just not a line for me sorry (laughs) I'm not really sorry about it but it's not a line for me because I'd be a I'd be a hypocrite so I can't I can't do that. But having a child with someone I can't. You know why? Why? Because you just said you don't want a second kid. <laughs> but if I did want a second say I wanted a second kid, it has child, to be with me. Oh, so I just gotta find somebody else, not one of your friends, not a family member, and just don't have a kid with them. And I'm Gucci. (laughs) You could take your chances. Like I said, you're a grown-ass man. You could do whatever you want. Mm. Just don't put it in your head that it's going to play out a certain way. I make no promises. Okay. But it's the truth. I just... I don't think cheating is a deal-breaker. And honestly... 
it's really not a deal breaker for a lot of people, like more people than people assume. It's not. I had a question for you. We, could, we can cut this out if, if we decide to afterwards. Do you feel like just because of what you said, just because you feel like you would be a hypocrite, that's the only reason? If that element wasn't there, you think you would feel different about that? Um, where I am right now. Okay. Yeah, you, you got to factor that in. No. You still feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because cheating is something that broken people do. Like, the cheating is usually not about the other person. It's not about anyone except for the person who's cheating. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. I, I see cheating as, like, a desperate act from the person who's doing the cheating. Like, it's very rarely ever about, you know, they realize that their soulmate was person ABC. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel that as someone who has literally, removing that, as someone who has literally made mistakes and had to... You know, in all areas of my life, like make mistakes and coming back and make another mistake and coming back and really analyzing why I made that mistake. And I just feel like that's that's just a a telling sign of who that person who that person is at that moment and that things aren't right with themselves. I think that with you it would be frustrating for me but i it wouldn't really be a deal breaker for me because we are doing so much work mm-hmm. to fix what was broken that if you were to go out there and cheat i'd just be so irritated cuz it's like damn man we did so much work <laughs> now we're going to have to call him again <laughs> And he's going to be like, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this, but I'll still take your insurance money. So (laughs) let's do this. Right. (laughs) I think I would be very frustrated. And Mm. then like, but I would also expect you to have an honest answer with me. Like if I'm asking you like, yo, like, do you feel like you want to be with this person? And if you tell me no, I'm going to take at value what you're telling me. I'm like, Vicky, she's not your cousin. She's not your family member. (laughs) She didn't get pregnant. What are you mad about? <laughs> I followed all the rules. I stayed within the guidelines, within but, the boundaries. But 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 if we broke up for mm. good, the next person or the you know whoever I date, they're cheating. They're they're done. I'm out. I'm deuces up. I'm hitting the highway. I am done. <laughs> like at the first one, I'm just like peace out mm. like just because at that point i'm like listen i've been there done that i'm not that interested to do the work on healing and moving forward with you <laughs> it's just you missed that train <laughs> regarding redemptive love and being able to do it i think i have to go with the i and jesus <laughs> like like as 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 uh 
as a pessimistic, is that, is that my sound, or defeatist? Yeah, defeated. Uh, I mean, it, no, I, in some areas with us, I'm sure like, like we've seen that I can yeah. in some areas. Uh, but I think even with that, even I feel like with some people, you can, not, not just to, uh, to an extent or with certain situations, but you can for only so long. I feel like yeah, yeah. and then th- I think that's the thing for me too. I yeah. like it's like if you're like, yo, I stepped out on you, whatever, ABC. But if it keeps happening yeah. after everything that we've done, you know what I'm saying? Like at that point, that's not redemptive love, you know? Like <laughs> that's you being stupid. Yeah, that, that's God yeah. saying, yo, I get the first time you were trying to be like me, but I'm showing you more signs. Yeah, why you go yeah, the other yeah. way. Yeah, and again only applicable to all day <laughs> because <laughs> if, if this don't work out and there's another guy and he's like well i heard your podcast episode you forgive <laughs> jesus i'll be like nah dogs not you just all day just one time mm. you know so i let me just make that clear all day i am not okaying you I mean, you're not getting a hall pass from it's me. It's recorded. You're not getting a hall pass from me. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Um, I just thought about, and, and 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 we can end the redemptive love conversation on this, not on my comment, but on this topic, this topic uh, within it. Not just times when uh, your partner um, steps out or does does you like does wrong by you or, or does you wrong um i think the whole redemptive love thing should also be applied when your partner uh when your partner fails fails at something i think that's mainly what they were yeah, yeah. i think that's what he was referring to like when your partner doesn't do something right like don't snap at them like you're guilty yeah. of things too like yeah. you're not perfect I, I i thought about situations where the person might feel like um hey you you screwed this up for the family because you didn't achieve in XYZ. You, um, we now as a family have to pay for that. And I feel like a lot of people go through that where and I'm thinking more like men now. I'm not saying women will go through it, but for men, I can see a lot of men. You have that. Some of us have that pressure of feeling like, yo, I have to um, I can't fail because, you know, for whatever reasons, I'm the backbone of the family and I'm or I'm the breadwinner. So if I fail and then. Their, their 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 partner was just coming down on them as being a failure and didn't live up to expectations. You know, instead of the partner being redempt, having a redemptive approach and just being like, okay, because if roles were reversed, the person wouldn't want that. Right. Um, right. Yeah. It's just a thought I had while we were thinking about that. I think we that's mainly what he was referring to. Mm. Just to clear this up, <laughs> Ode, you do not get a hall pass of any kind. If it's a friend. Family member. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. Now you're changing the rules. You're moving the goalpost. (laughs) This is a goal for you? The goal, as in the the goalpost. Did you watch any sports growing up when you weren't watching Salvador? Yes, but is this is a... This this is not a a goal. Goal is in like the goalpost. The post. You move it back further and further, meaning... You're moving the goal. Right. My, my thing is, are you trying to hit it? Are you <laughs> trying to, to score? Like, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to hit it. Okay, so then why are you worried score. about where it's going? I'm just saying you, you're changing the rules. I'm not changing the rules. I'm trying to win here. 
When what? I think the next episode should be about prenuptials. <laughs> we already had that. We had that talk. I know, but you said no. And then I was like, I was no. I was now, yes, but now I'm no. But then we had a conversation, and they's kind of like down for it. So, so it, it sounds like we need to revisit this conversation. Because I don't want you taking my millions. You were you were actually some, down for I was surprised. At some point, when I win the lottery, I'm going to have some millions. I already told you when I win the lottery, I'm not telling you until I go ahead and make certain purchases. And then I'll be like, okay, Vicky, the house is already bought. You cannot make us spend a year looking for the right house because you're going to tell these First of all, we didn't even job. spend a year <laughs> looking for this house. Imagine, imagine looking for a house when you have unlimited funds. <laughs> it's going to take longer than it took us to look for this house. Okay, well, just to <laughs> reiterate one final time. <laughs> she go oh, they the do post. not get a hall pass. Okay. Um, And I think we need to discuss our boundaries. Because mm-hmm. I think that you're walking away from this <laughs> saying, like, as long as she doesn't know Vicky, I'm good. Vicky will forgive me. And, like, now I feel like you're, like, wondering, like, who can I use up my one ticket with? Can't be anybody in Amboy because y'all all related. <laughs> y'all all from Hello. the same town. Hello. Let's play some cards, Vicky. Okay. We're going to have a conversation <laughs> about this afterwards. Grab a card. About. <laughs> Let me grab a card. Shout out to any first time listener. This is a quick little game we play, a nice little conversation starter. Uh, feel free to. Uh, buy similar cards we're not as always we're not gonna or as we do now we don't mention the name of the game because they are not sponsors of the show unless they want to be so vicky i'll go first oh funny how do you know i know you when you do things that i wasn't expecting example please Mm, it's hard to think of an example like Like, sometimes you'll be making breakfast, and I'll be like, damn, I really want some. And then you're like, you'll walk in with the food. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't feel like you know me, know me. I feel like you know me on the surface. All right. What was our last therapy session about? I don't remember. It's like two weeks ago. (laughs) What was it? Being your most unique self with the other person. Okay. You don't remember? Sounds like we're going to have another conversation. Read your question. All right. What do you think is unique about our relationship? Hmm. Um, what is unique about our relationship? The fact that I, got, I have a hall pass with somebody that's not your sister, not your friend, <laughs> not your cousin, or not you. Not whatever. Uh, what's unique about us? is um you just rolled your eyes no oh i think one thing that's unique about us is our (laughs) i feel like we have a healthy love-hate relationship as in like there's times hate is a strong word but um in our times when we are like ready to go at each other verbally 
or we just want to be like, Arr! the there's still that like love that's in there, and there's that stubbornness sometimes that keeps us from acknowledging it or moving on from it. So I think I think it is like a, a unique quality of ours, um, and it has made us stronger. It has made us it has it has it has. Uh, resulted in some interesting conversations, interesting times. Uh, we've learned from those moments, the conversations we've had afterwards. So I think that's one of the unique things about us that, 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 um, <laughs> that, uh, love, hate kind of thing that we, we have, or that, not hate. It's a horrible. I know, not, not hate. It's a, there's a, then what's the word I'm looking for? It's not love hate. I don't know. I, I just use love hate for when we like when you have a guilty pleasure or something. Here's something that you are mad at, but you still love it. Your your, your children. <laughs> you got so <laughs> mad at him, but you know you love the hell out of him. I'm sure with, with both of us, we get so mad at the other person, but you know you love the hell out of that person. But in that moment, and I feel like ours is on a level that not most are on. <laughs> That's horrible. It's okay. It's horrible. Cool. What? No, no, no. That's fine. You, if you think it's horrible, then okay. Because you keep saying love hate. I, and I acknowledge that might not be the word I'm looking for. I'm just applying that because that's the phrase that people use when you have a love hate relationship with something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have a positive of the week, Vicky? Yes. What is it? Ah, uh, the food I ate. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm, like, a little out of it because I, I woke up so full. Mm. And then, you know, I've had almost nothing to eat. We ate breakfast. And then I ate a little bit of pumpkin pie. But it's still, like, my aunt's turkey is so, so good. It's a moist turkey. I mean, it's just delicious, honestly. It's, like, super, super delicious. Do you like it? Yeah. Did you have it? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> and I look forward to it every year. And, like, you know, like most Latinos, they eat pernil, which is, which is uh, pork shoulder. And it's just, I don't eat pork. Um, but most Latinos, like, some of them don't even make a turkey because they're like, nobody says shit. But I look forward to it. It's so, so good. I packed, like, so much of it to come home and eat and there's no rice in the house. <laughs> but it's so, so delicious. And I'm still, like, talking about it. I'm a little out of it because I'm still that full. Like, for real. So that's my positive. The food from yesterday. I, my positive of the week. I've probably shouted out or mentioned uh, a friend friend of mine, friend of the show, uh, Biz, and his podcast. But I, the positive of the week kind of goes out to his last episode, as well as to all podcasters. Um, definitely, if you're a podcaster and you ever thought about like monetizing your podcast, making money off your podcast, how do I do it? Check out the New Hype Show. Um, the most recent episode, uh, it was episode um, 54. Episode 54 of the New Hype Show. Uh, they were talking to uh, Preach, who runs uh, Cast uh, Sound Lab. hope I'm saying that correctly. And he talked about uh, an incident or a situation that had to do with the future of podcasting 
very interesting um, monetizing podcast and the way the industry is just like doing their best to make sure doing the best to keep their best interests and not mm-hmm. uh, um, at the forefront and not the creators. Um, so if anyone interested, definitely listen to that. It was an interesting conversation and it just shows the, it just shows like how like ugh, the industry can be. Mm-hmm. So that's my positive of the week. That episode, uh, episode, episode 54 of the new hype show. Okay. And thank you all for listening to another episode. <laughs> Sorry, of I'm what still happened. like really out of it. Of the you, me, we. <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody's going to think I smoked weed because I've been like. <laughs> well, you were next to Emmy. So <laughs> thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the You, Me, We podcast.